Good morning, and thank you for listening to Luana's Urban Voices. I am so sorry I've been a little bit irregular. I am visiting my newest addition to my family and having a great time. But I did see a story on the news that I wanted to share. There was a warrant served in Jacksonville, Florida, where when the police officers broke into the house to serve the warrant, it was a couple in there, a black female, black male. They shot at the police, hit him in his chest, vest several times, and the police officers did not return fire, but instead identified themselves. The couples immediately dropped their guns and both were arrested for attempted murder. Now, while the shooting is going on, before the police officers identified themselves, the black female was on the phone with 911 saying someone is breaking into their apartment at, I think it was like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. They heard glass break and immediately called 911. Boyfriend gets the gun because they don't know who's breaking into their apartment or why. When the police identify themselves after the boyfriend shot several times, when the police identify themselves, the girl on the phone says, oh my God, it's the sheriff's department at our house. You guys are at the wrong house. You're at the wrong house. The call is ended. Phones drop. No, nobody dies. So one or two things, one and two things I wanted to discuss about this. We find that these officers serving warrants, because I did some research to see how many times when an officer serves a warrant, does someone at the scene die? 90% of the time that if they are serving a warrant at a house at two or three o'clock in the morning, the suspect normally shoots, the officer shoots back, and the suspect dies. Um, it's happened several times with Breonna Taylor being the biggest case we've had in this type of warrant. Except that I was noticing in the stories I was researching that most of the warrants the officers identify themselves. So if a suspect still shoots after being identified, then the suspect is going to die. There is one story of this black man. His name was Michael, nicknamed Mike. He had several aliases. He was at his girlfriend's apartment. They told the girl at the door when they knocked, we are the police. We're looking for this man. Do you know them? She said several times, no, I do not know him. People told the police officers that the man was in the house with a gun and he had just shot and killed someone else. So they tell this young lady again, do you know who he is? We know that he's here. And she lies again they give her the different aliases. She gets quiet. Um, 
the police finally break the door down, go to the bedroom. He is there. The police cam video shows him being shot multiple times in the chest and then they shoot and kill the suspect. The girlfriend was not harmed, but was arrested. I have been going back and forth when a police officer is after a, sus a suspect. Is the warrant the best way to get it? You are watching these people. You are observing these people. Can't you find him when he's on his way out the apartment or when he's on his way? It's got to be a better way. I'm just trying to figure out, is there a better way than busting somebody's door open at four o'clock in the morning looking for a suspect? People are dead asleep. People aren't thinking straight when you get woke up out of your sleep by a loud noise, somebody breaking into your house. You don't know it's the police. You're not thinking it's the police. So you don't, you don't know what to do. You want to protect your property. And you know in Florida, they have a stand your ground law. So anyway, I just thought that was very interesting and we have got to figure out a better way to serve these warrants. And I know they have to be served. People are criminals and you have to serve warrants. I get that because that's just, you know, we just have to do that. Um, but I just, I just think there's got to be a way to do better um, about serving these warrants because it's just horrible that people are dying um, that people are dying during these warrants police officers as well as suspects there are several incidents where serving these warrants cost a police officer his life same thing. So there's got to be a better way to do that. I just wanted to point that out to you. And I also wanted to kind of update you on some of the other podcasts that I've done. By the way, Trayvon Martin's mom did not win her election, her election bid. I told you guys that she was running, but she lost the election by about 331 votes. Um, votes I'm sorry. So she did not win on her election, but she made it interesting and she came very close. I am here again to tell you guys the importance of we have to do better. If Donald Trump could be the president, anybody should be able to run for office. I just want you guys to be qualified or somewhat knowledgeable and willing to work and get things done. Um, we talked a little bit about the Black Lives Movement. Mm, I'm still reaching out to them with no luck, no success, no returned emails, no returned phone calls, nothing. But I'm going to keep trying because like I said, I really want to be a part of a movement 
with the purpose. And the last thing I want to talk to you guys about, because as we are approaching the Thanksgiving holidays, I just want you guys to be safe. Coronavirus is real. Um, there was a story of a 15-year-old um, girl who beat cancer last year, was in remission, but contracted coronavirus and she died. Um, the virus is real. I know we don't want to think that it is. We were tired of being on lockdown and we kind of want our lives to go back to normal. Me, more than anybody, wants my life to go back to normal. I'm really bored and I think I have watched every movie on Prime, Netflix, um, Hulu that I could because I am bored at the house. But I'm also trying to be safe and make sure that I am not a carrier or I'm carrying the um, virus as someone else. So for Thanksgiving, I want you guys to be safe. I want you guys to have a happy Thanksgiving, but just be safe. Um, the other thing and the last thing I want to talk about is this whole transition, transitioning from president-elect to president. I am here in Georgia and the governor of Georgia said to the secretary of state that he wanted the um, votes counted again because he felt that about 20,000 votes were not accounted for. The Secretary of State did recount the votes. I've been here the whole week. They've been doing the recount. And he has certified that Biden won Georgia. Whether they like it or not, Biden won Georgia. And he said it was no fraudulent voting going on in his state. He was very aware of it. He was very cautious of it. And with the votes being hand counted, the discrepancy wasn't for the Republicans. It was for the Democrats. So they could technically take away some of the Republican Senate seats if they go back and continue this recounting here in Georgia. Of course, the Republicans don't want to lose their seats. So they're telling the governor Okay, it's a done deal. Certify Biden and let's be done with it. Because the more they go back and count, the more they realize there's a few Republican seats that might not be Republican after all. So that's happening in Wisconsin. That's happening in Georgia. And now we're waiting to hear about Michigan. Michigan is a big state. Yesterday, Wayne County, which is Detroit, was upset because they are 80% black and their county hasn't been certified yet because Biden basically won Wayne County and Trump is very mad. Um, Trump is trying to get Michigan to overturn so he could get those electoral votes and Michigan is like, we can't do that and are feeling the pressure. The Secretary of State of Georgia said that Lindsey Graham basically told him to change the votes. 
Lindsey Graham said, no, I didn't tell him that. I told him to make sure the votes were correct. He said, no, 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 you were pressuring me to make sure that Trump won when he didn't actually win. This is getting out of hand. I know most people heard Barack Obama talk about the transition. Imagine being the president for eight years and having to transition over to Donald Trump. But he did. He did. He did. Even though everybody knew Hillary should have won, she didn't win. She conceded that she didn't win and lost to a bozo, but she lost. President Obama did the right thing and turned the information over to Trump so that when he came into office, he could be prepared to run the country and the transition would be smooth. Trump is doing everything he can to make sure Biden doesn't have a smooth transition. He wants credit for coming up with the coronavirus that saved millions of people after we've already lost over 250,000 people. He wants to be the hero for the coronavirus. It might not happen during his time. These pharmaceutical companies that have been working their butts off to come up with the vaccine, they're not doing it to make Donald Trump a hero. They're doing it to save lives. And that is the problem I have with this president. You want to be a hero, but you don't care about saving lives. You just want to be a hero. Most presidents don't care about being a hero. They just want to save lives. So it's becoming very frustrating with Donald Trump being our president and not wanting to do the right thing as our president. I'm so tired of this man. It's unreal. But this is the guy we chose or the country chose because I didn't choose him. But the country chose to be the president for the last four years. I know people are upset saying that Biden's going to take our guns away or he's going to raise taxes. Our country is in so much debt. The way our country gets money other than loans from the World Bank is by taxing the citizens. That's how we run. That's how we pay our military. That's how we pay for things in our country is based on the taxes that we pay into the government to help our interest rate, our inflation, our recession. That's just what we have to do. In every state, you're paying taxes to keep your state government running. The state government otherwise wouldn't run if there were no taxes being paid. And if there were no taxes being paid, do, do we want our government to be like Sweden? I don't know if you know how Sweden works. Everybody in Sweden has a job. 45% of their salaries goes to the government and they live off of 55% of their salaries. The reason for that is because they have universal health care. Um... They have, they don't have 
a lot of um they don't have a lot of benefits that we have living in our country. But they have universal health care. But Sweden also has a fourth of the people living in their country that we live that live in ours. And they are used to paying the government 45% of their salary, living off of 55% of their salary, um, and living a very moderate life. Not um, living these extravagant lives that we live over here. When I went to Jamaica several years ago, I noticed how the people in Jamaica were happy, having a good time, not having much, living in these okay houses, but just super happy because they were fishing, they had all kinds of plants and things growing. And our tour guide said, if you go hungry in Jamaica, it's because you're lazy. You can get coconuts, bananas. We have fish. We have all these things that you can do for free to feed your family. All kinds of plants and potatoes growing wildly that all you have to do is stop on the side of the road, pick. And he said, if you are hungry in Jamaica, you're lazy. And there's so many things that you can just get off the side of the road and have a full meal. So I've noticed that our country is a very indulgent country. We want everything we want immediately and we want lots of it. But if we were to adopt a simpler lifestyle, would we be happy? Think about that. Lizzo said money doesn't make you happy. She's a rapper. She just got this new file fame. And she said, having a lot of money doesn't make you happy. Well, I don't have a lot of money. And I think having a lot of money would make me extremely happy. But I don't know. I have adjusted to living within my means. I know we're going to be taxed under Biden. I don't agree with universal health care, but I do agree that we have to come up with a way to make sure that people who don't have health care have access to good health care. Um, and I don't know how we do that. I've thought about it. I think about it mainly because I live in a state or in a city where we have a lot of homeless people who are uninsured. And how do we offset that for the hospitals to take care of these uninsured versus the insured? And then the people who are on Medicaid and Medicare. So I think about stuff like that because we have to, even though I don't agree with universal health care. I do agree we have to come up with a better health care system and hopefully under Biden we can. Um, the only part of the Affordable Care Act I did not like was people who had jobs being forced 
to get insurance or it coming out at tax time and then being penalized for not having it. I also remember being a single mom with three kids and not always being able to afford those insurance premiums for my children, but getting the insurance anyway because I knew my kids needed it and then struggling because I'm still trying to make ends meet. So guys, I don't think Biden is going to be as bad as people are making him out to be. I don't think he's going to take our guns. I don't think he's going to create universal health care. I do think he's going to create some type of affordable health care. And I think that um, as we move forward under Biden, that we are going to see a change in the the Democrats. Not the demographics, but we're going to see a change in the culture of our country. We're not going to be so divisive. It's not going to be so obvious that we are divisive. We are going to become a little bit more united because that's what Biden wants to do is to unite the country. White people are mad because for four years, they got to be blatant racist and they loved it they got to show their true colors and they loved it now they have to go back into hiding and they hate it that is the problem these people are having with uh, trump not being in the office is because now they can't be racist anymore in public they can't just speak their mind um because we're just not having it anymore. I think there's racism within every race. I think we all have some type of biases against other people of other races. We have biases against people in our own race. But what I hope the next four years shows is that we can overcome and educate ourselves so that we're less biased and hopefully the next generation of children coming up will be less biased i always think that because our world is becoming so biracial that there's going to be a time in the future where everybody's going to be biracial and they're going to outnumber all the other races. And I think hopefully that will become a better a better nation because then we can truly be colorblind because there's going to be more multiracial people versus just one particular race. And I hope that we can let go of some of our biases, let go of some of our negativity and just build a better country. I do believe under Biden, he's going to reverse some of those laws he put in place back in the 80s that he could see now that could be considered racist laws. I think each state needs to be accountable for how their police act. And then it breaks down even further to each county. I know I'm holding our new sheriff accountable for our county 
as far as racism, as far as diversity, as far as having a minority task force, police the police. So I think we as citizens just have to do our due diligence to make sure that this happens. Because when you have a officer, going back to my original story, serving a warrant and then getting shot in the process of serving that warrant and then turn around and shoot in that suspect, there's got to be a better way. Because I commend the Jacksonville police officers for not killing those two black young people in that apartment. But I also feel like those two black young people were justified in trying to protect themselves. And when they realized it was the police, they immediately dropped their weapons and complied. I think that is good. I don't think them being a charge with murder is the right course of action because I don't think they tried to murder anyone. I think they tried to protect themselves in case of a robbery. And when you live in an area where you have a lot of high crime, you tend to want to be protective of your environment and your surroundings. So I'm going to keep watching that story to see what happens with that young couple. I know her attorney is saying that they are not cop killers. As soon as they realized it was the police, they immediately complied. And thank goodness that the Jacksonville police did not shoot them and kill them because they did shoot first. But the Jacksonville police identified themselves and gave these couple a chance to live. So that is what we have to remember. They shot the police officer in his vest several times. The police officer identified themselves. The black couple immediately complied. They are alive to tell their story. I just don't want them going to jail for attempted murder when I don't think that's what they, their thought process was at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning when somebody's breaking into your house. So I know I've gone on a lot of different ways, but I think that we are going to be so much better under Biden than we are under Trump. But guys, we're going to have to pay taxes. We're going to have to figure out this gun thing. And we are going to have to, in whatever state you live in and you're listening from, get involved with your police department, your sheriff's department, your troopers, get involved and find out what they're doing to diversify and educate those officers on how to handle minorities. I'm getting involved. I'm going to encourage you guys to get involved and I'm going to keep you guys posted on my progress. So that way you guys are aware of everything that I'm doing and hopefully it helps you do the same in your perspective states or county. Okay, guys, it's been great this morning. I enjoy talking to you guys. Thank you guys for listening. I encourage you to please continue to listen. And um, once again, I appreciate you tuning in to Lawana's Urban Voices. Please share with your friends, co-workers, anyone you think could benefit from what I'm saying or anyone who has a different opinion 
leave me a comment so that I can hear your opinion, so that I can um, get a different perspective. I appreciate those as well. So guys, have a good one and I will talk to you soon. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Luana's Urban Voices.